Welcome to Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. I'm Matt Barry. Today on the podcast, we're going to write down the offseason storylines and make our way to early major championship and Olympic predictions and talk about the new pace of play rules. You know we're not short on opinions on those. We've got a good one on deck for you. But before we get started, a couple of housekeeping notes to get through. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell a friend, tweet at us, steal someone's phone and subscribe for them. It helps us out tremendously, and it helps more people find the show. You know our social media, at Maddie and Caddy, both Instagram and Twitter. Also, check out the newest podcast on ESPN Roster. It is SV Pod. You heard me. Scott Van Pelt is back, and he's going to be dropping new episodes every Tuesday. This week, he talks to Tony Kornheiser about his move from Bristol to D.C. You can find it wherever you were listening to this podcast. SV Pod. Check it out. It's going to be great. And finally, we need to check in with our friends at Echelon. To get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com to discover their X1 Connected fitness bikes that offer a high-quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms and dads, everyone can get in on this. First responders, elite athletes, whatever your activity level, you can get involved with Echelon. And with daily live and on-demand studio classes right in your home, you'll never have to step foot in a gym. You'll love Echelon, but if you aren't 100% satisfied, we'll give you your money back. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Don't pay a ton for Peloton. Buy an Echelon bike today for under $1,000. Go to echelonfit.com slash Maddie, M-A-T-T-Y, to learn about their limited-time free Apple iPad and complete details on this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's Echelon, E-C-H. E-L-O-N fit.com slash Maddie. Echelonfit.com slash Maddie. Now let's talk a little golf on Maddie and the Caddy. Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. You wouldn't believe it. The hiatus. The return. Ooh. A new decade of your weekly T-Box Dysfunction, alongside the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y, the word and, C-A-D-D-I-E. We have been gone since December 18th. I know. And it is, we are no longer <laughs> gone. Golf season is here. Get out of here. With that college football garbage. And let's start. <laughs> yeah, says the guy who is in New Orleans. <laughs> and let's start. Let's start playing a little bit of golf. You know, hold up. Wait, you can't play. say a little bit, man, because from from Maui until the tour championship, thirty nine events in thirty five weeks. Like, let that sink in. How much golf is happening? From now until. And how special is that? Cause like, with all due respects to the rest of golf, the season doesn't start until college football season ends for me. For you. But I know they, I don't, look, I know they played in Hawaii and it was all well and cute. And I know that you look, but now. <laughs> Wait, did you say cute? <laughs> now that you, the, 
Patrick Reed in the playoff after everything that went down, sending a a letter of cease and desist over to freaking Brandon right, Chambly. I mean, this has been there's so drama. much there's so much there's so much to get to. Now that now that mm. golf is back in the continental US in the lower forty eight, uh I feel like we can discuss, catch up, review. Hope everyone had a good holidays. Hopefully everyone was safe. Hope you enjoyed some good family time. Yes, Hope you sir. got put on put on some weight. Hope you got real drunk. <laughs> um, I didn't need to put no weight on. I'm trying to take it off. I think I'm, I'm talking about you. too. But really? I think yeah. Just you. Yeah. I'm so talking far, about so you. Yeah. Um so where look we can start with slow play. We can start with Kepka firing a shot at DeShambo this morning. <laughs> I do love I do love Patrick Reed and 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 uh Brandel Shambley. I look, there's so much we could do and catch up on because it is a new year. I don't know if we should just I don't know if you and I should catch up on what each other's been doing or we should just dive right in well, and start been, talking about golf here here and now. You've been killing it with college football. So it's like I'm proud of you that you've actually been able to stay a little bit kind of in the know as far as golf goes through December and then into January. Just the fact that you kept your big toe in the pool while doing all the college football stuff. But, like, what did you do over Christmas? How was your Christmas holiday? Christmas was great. We were uh, out west in Summerlin, Nevada. Um, went out there, Ashley and I, wife and I went out there for the Christmas. And then, um, literally the day after Christmas, the 26th, I flew to Atlanta for the, uh, college football playoff, the Peach Bowl with LSU and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So I was there for the 26th through the 29th, hosted our coverage from there, flew on the 29th to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. Between Georgia and Baylor, I was there from the 29th to the 2nd, <laughs> went, went back to Connecticut for 24 hours, hosted a college football show, came back down to Florida, went back up to Connecticut for two sports centers and a couple of college football lives, and then flew back to New Orleans from the 9th to the 14th. Then, after the national championship game, Flew from New Orleans back down here to West Palm. And again, our thanks to the folks at 106.3 uh, ESPN uh, here in West Palm. And that, that's where I am now. It, it, it's been a lot, but it's yeah. been fun and always worth every bit of it. That's it's been worth every bit of it. I, I and and kudos to you too. People who are like, man, I wish I could travel all over the place. Yeah, it, it gets old kind of quick, especially like trying to get home that last day after the national championship. I heard about travel nightmares. It was bad. In Let me tell you something about, about a lot of travel because it comes with the job and I wouldn't trade it for anything. But Amen. I will, I will tell you that this time of year, when you are going on a commercial flight, you may as well just lick the handle of <laughs> a train at an airport with all the germs that are right. You may as well just get it over with. I'm telling, like, you, it's disgusting. Unless you I have got, an IV bag full of airborne. Man. And you're just walking I got through. So, <laughs> I got so sick at one point. I was, I got back to, uh, Connecticut to do some sports centers. And towards the end of the 9 a.m. hour on Tuesday, January 8th, I think, or Wednesday, January 8th, 
that third hour, I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> things don't things yeah. don't feel right. Yeah, my body's I'm starting to make you, some corporate decisions of its own. <laughs> by by six o'clock that night, I wanted to stab someone, and I woke up with n- no voice. I shouted like Larry King. Oh. Ate a box of cigar. It was bad. <laughs> oh, so then the worst I get feeling. to New Orleans. I get to New Orleans. I'm full on sick. I get to New Orleans and I have to do TV at 6.15 a.m. New Orleans time. And I had to go. I had to find a way to get a steroid for the inflammation so I could at least talk. Because your voice, your vocal cords have been swollen that bad. We're inflamed. That's yeah, right. The, that virus attacks. It, how funny is it that whatever your line of work is, when you get sick, that's where a virus attacks. The voice. Yeah. For us, it's the voice. So that's where if, if it goes down, like for me, when I get sick, it's going straight to my chest because it's like, I know we can attack him in the lungs because it's going to affect his voice. You know, me I'm, too. I'm to the point. I have a, I have an idea I'd like to throw out to the patrons and you can hit us up and, and give us your opinion because we, we'd like to, to get the, 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 the thoughts feel. of you. Yes. I am of the opinion that during cold and flu season, that when you fly, when you go to board the plane, I think they should hand you a mask. Nah. I can't We're breathe all... wearing those medical masks. Here's what they need to do, because here's how right. the germs get passed more frequently than any other way, is pass out rubber gloves. Everyone, as soon as you, and I don't even think, it's when you check in for your flight, Here's your boarding pass. Here's your rubber gloves. So okay. You will you meet me in the middle? We, will you meet me in the middle and say you can choose as a passenger whether you want the, the, the gloves or the mask? Okay. I'll meet you. Mike, I don't, there. I don't give a damn. I'll dress up in an ET suit. I'll dress in a hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah. Me too. See, I'll, I'll, yeah. I ain't scared <laughs> to fly in a hazmat. You know, I would. It, I ain't scared. <laughs> And, and then when you get on there, everyone's coughing and you're all breathing the same air in that tube. It's a, it's a petri dish of germs. You don't even know who was sitting in the seat before you. Oh, no, 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 Caddy. I take it one step further. I have those wipes and I wipe my seat down. I and, wipe my seat down. Wait, how do you wipe, wipe the my, seat down with a wipe? This seat's material. There's no, I take seats one of, anymore. Yeah, there are. Well, airlines, I fly big boy. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta know how stop old flying the seats are though. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Unless you pour bleach all over yourself, you're not getting that out of that old ass leather. You are not getting that. You, you gotta stop flying Allegiant Air, man. I do not fly no, I ain't flying Frontier. You know what I mean? I don't want no like old. Spirit. Yeah. You know, would you like a seat cushion? That'll be $38. Like, wait, what? A cushion? You sit on metal seat, lawn hey, chairs. Here's your here's your seatbelt. Would you like it? That'd be sixty five like dollars. If, if you'd like the seatbelt connected, that's another seven dollars. If you want to connect it to the floor, you just hold it in your hand. Be like, oh, do you and have you know feet? What it That'll is, be thirty eight dollars. Wait, what? Thirty eight dollars because I have feet. Yes, sir. If you're gonna walk on the plane and have feet, we need thirty eight dollars. <laughs> and you know what it is too. It's like. When you watch, look, we'll get to the golf in a minute. We haven't, we haven't had dysfunction in a while. <laughs> when know. you, when you go to an airport during, let's call it December 20th through January 5th, it is a collection of absolute insanity. It's like people that have been in a cave for a year are all of a sudden let out into the wild and they don't know what to do, 
how to act or what l- decent protocol is with travel. I never understood that either. Like the people that bum rush the gate. Like if you're already sitting there and you see the planes loading, why are you so anxious to get on this tube of germs? Like people are like, oh yeah, I gotta get up there. Be, be like, um, we're calling group two. And you can see someone standing in front of you and their boarding pass has group nine. And you're like, oh. now I've, I see you're speaking English, but I don't understand <laughs> that you can't hear English. Like I don't understand. Like I would understand it if it was like, you're not from here and this is the first right. time you've ever been on an airplane before and you don't understand how it works. And you also weren't paying attention to the 13 announcements that were made too. Like you're so anxious that you got to get on or what? Like what happens? What happens if you have to go and you're the 137 person on the plane? And what the other is thing that? is why do people try and bring mega suitcases and be like, oh, that's my carry on. Be like, come on, man. You got a family of refugees in that bag. You are not <laughs> fitting that on the overhead and you know it. Right? And then they're going to argue about it. Be like, oh, it fit right. on the last plane, but whatever. You can't fix stupid. You just can't, no, right? That's, yeah, but that's it's, why we love Ron it's, White. It's, it's on the airline to enforce it because here's what you hear. True. This is my favorite part. The nice man or woman that's working the gate, the gate agent will say, hi there. For those of you flying on flight 1456 to destination, we will begin the boarding process in about 10 minutes. Please stay comfortably seated until you hear your group name. And then the second they say, please stay comfortably seated until you hear a group number called, hey, I'll stand up. (laughs) If I were an airline, I'd be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We are going to get a paintball gun. And we are going to, the second I say stay comfortably seated and people pop up, I'm going to pop them in the forehead with a paintball pellet. I don't, I got a better idea. You know what? You walk to those people that go get in line and you just 10 minutes. We're going to board in 10 minutes. Just chill until we call. And everyone who gets up, you go, Hey, congratulations. Here's your special boarding card. And then when they go up, you go, Yep, you're not getting on a plane. Go stand over there. Nope. You're not getting on a plane either. Go stand over there. Go, you put you them in what? timeout. That is an airline time out and guess what happens then no one's getting up until it's like is it my turn yet i got on the i have last. an idea i have an idea and i would like someone who listens to the podcast maybe the fine folks at espn i would like you guys to fund this idea but i put it in on the record so they when it when it comes up we have record of it being our idea okay i have i am launching a company right here right now 11 11 a.m eastern on what is today Thursday, the 16th, January 16th. I am creating a company called Gate Goons, Gate Goons. <laughs> and I'm hiring a, I'm hiring a bunch of people. They're going to be Gate Goons and they are going to Pinkertons. walk around. They got nothing else to do for all year except one week. And they're the best they're gonna, goons out there. They're going to walk around and they are going to check people's boarding passes. I love it. And they're going to make sure that there's protocol and people who break protocol, they get Terry tated right back to their seat. I just say you got to be the, you get on the plane last. Gate goons. That's it. Gate goons. I love it. I'm in. And all right, man, start a GoFundMe. I put a hundred in. We're going to bring order back to traveling in the United States. All right. That's our rant for today. Uh, Let's get to the golf. Hold on. Start right. Yeah. No, because here's the irony. We don't have right. to necessarily 
how is it that a dude who gets busted for solicitation of prostitution weeks later wins the first event on the corn ferry tour from now on i'm my boy and i sent him a text message so tommy three gloves I mean, yeah, I hope he wore three, two yeah. gloves. That's what I said. It used to be two <laughs> gloves. From now on, Tommy, three gloves. I mean, this dude, number one, after he got busted, two days later, shot 66 in the opening round of the qualifying school. Like, you can say whatever you want about Patrick Reed being release. able to compartmentalize. Yeah, but remember, he didn't get the release other than from jail. The next morning. That's a pretty it's big not release, like he, though. Yeah, but it's not like he, well, that's true too, but still, you didn't you're not doing a release while you're in the holding. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Please. But still, like, come on, man. How how's this dude do that? How do you do that? And and it was not easy conditions in the Bahamas. Last no, week it was corn fair. I mean, windy. It, it was right. It was, this past week, past couple of days ago, because they finished on on a two, Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah. So, and I love the fact that the corn fairy tour started on Saturday and ended on Tuesday. Like that's a genius move, because now you got no competition for live golf whatsoever. So, like, people come home and go, "Hey, there's any live sports on? Hey, yo, the golf tournament's on. You don't have to compete with that's." That is, if you want to really not compete with football, that's how you do it. Final well, football season's coming to an end. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. So, like football season's still going on. Like the tour, that's what it cracks me up with the tour. Like we want to finish so we don't compete with football. You'd be like, well, you started a new season competing with football. Yeah, but we're but not going to argue that again. Anyway, I'm just saying no, that's, it was that, that's Tommy Three Gloves, Gainey. You know, shout out to him. And then good Patrick for Tommy Reed. Three Gloves. Yeah, Patrick Reed can right. finish his Let's second now, in a playoff. Woof, that's awesome. So there are a lot of like TMZ type stuff things going on with golf right now that I love the the cease and desist order from Patrick Reed's camp, which I find hilarious. Oof. And this morning, uh, DeChambeau took a shot at Kepka. Yesterday, Bryson DeChambeau took a shot at Kepka, saying, "Did you see him in an ESPN body issue? He's got no abs." And then Kepka fired back on social media with a shot of his four major championship trophies. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm too short of a six pack. <laughs> right. Like, like this, this is the kind of stuff I, this sport needs. I need this kind of thing in golf because it's, it gets everybody talking because the, the world we live in now, it's people like social media fodder and social media, uh, arguments. And Kepka does it as good as anybody. Oh, he is, he is probably one of the greatest comeback artists when it comes to social media. If you, if you smack talk him, his comeback, I, I've never seen him lose. I've never which, seen by the him way, throw something weak out to win. Like he's always whatever you throw at him, the uppercut connects hard. Oh, it's common. Yeah, it's common. And then this comes on the heels of the story with him tearing his patella tendon last year. Like he's been in the news cycle quite a bit. He's going to make his debut uh, coming up soon. But today, the fact today in Abu Dhabi, him and Bryson are both playing over there. Which that's the only disappointing part, right? Yeah, the only disappointing part is that they're making their debuts for 2020 
overseas. Now we're, we'll see. Uh, well, we're going to see Tiger, Rory, Jordan. I don't remember. Tiger's at the Farmer Insurance. That's when yeah, he's Farmer's week. Insurance. That's when he's making his debut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Phil's starting this week because he's the host at the American Express. Yeah. In the desert, and so I'm just trying to remember if Brooks is oh coming over. Well, he played the Genesis. Yeah, I believe so. But we're getting to the point now where when you look at the schedule and how uh we kind of take the end of the year off, even though they say that the season starts, you have we do uh, La Quinta this week. It is what it is. But you've got Torrey Pines, TPC Scottsdale Waste Management, Pebble Beach, Riviera. And that that's when the season starts to me. January, the end of January, early part of February, because then you've got the WGC in Mexico. And then you've got the Honda Classic. And then you go to the Florida Swing. Honda, Arnold, the players. And then we're really starting to pick it up again in golf season. And it's great because these guys are coming off kind of an off-season holidays. They start playing at the tournaments. News starts to come out. Phil says he wants to make the Ryder Cup team. He's lost a ton of weight. He's gotten in shape. Tiger looks as if... <laughs> There's that. His That's game, the problem. Right, so... You had talked about it a while ago, and I thought it was a good point. Like now he's adjusting to his new body again. Let's see yes. if that there are so many storylines coming in. Tiger looks fantastic. And what in the little he's played. Justin Thomas looks healthy. Like we're in store for another great season because we now have some of the storylines at the beginning of the year starting to develop. Yeah, I mean, we are set up, which scares the bejesus out of me, is that we're set up to have a monster year, you know? And as we Why record this, Brooks, Brooks Kepka, uh, had a great bogey free opening round over, um, in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Um, bogey free 66. So it's like this dude is back from his injury and looks like he's going to hit his stride again. And I think it was great. Which Bryson kind of gave him a needle, which you know what? To be honest, Brooks is, it's just going to sound crazy. Brooks can be a little bit like Patrick Reed in the fact that a little needle to him fires him up and gets him going. No question. Where if everyone's nice to him all the time and like thinks, Oh, this, this is a great guy. And just, and it's really like, and that gives him no controversy whatsoever. Then it's like, I think that's when he's like, meh, I'll just gear up for the majors. But someone gives him a little needle and it's like, well, now I got to beat your, you know what? Like, and I like, well, that. and he's coming off three months of injury after injury. So I, look, he's one of those players that he's admitted and we're fine with it that he keys up for the big tournaments, which yeah. obviously proof is in his career has worked, but. He's just trying to get back out there and get some swings in. I'm okay with a lot of these guys in. going out. That's it. I'm okay with that. If the beginning of the season is get your reps in and get hot, good. So, yeah, he fired a uh, 66. That was the best score among the morning starters uh, at the uh, Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship. So good to have Brooks back. If I look at a storyline that I'm going to keep an eye on, and we're going to get to this in a minute just because I know you wrote a story about it, uh, slow play is going to be very interesting to watch this year, and I want to talk to you about the thing you've got up on ESPN.com. Where if you haven't read it, player confidential, we'll get into that. But stories for me are a couple of them. One, I, I feel like it's a given that we're going to keep an eye on Tiger because if the knee was all that was bothering him at the end of the year, he, I think he, he could be in contention more than once at a major championship. 
But the other story I want to watch, and it's kind of off the radar because we've got so many other players to talk about, does Jordan Spieth return to the conversation with all of these good golfers that are playing really, really well? Think about it. If you enter him back in, if you enter him back in now with the JTs, the Rickies, the Brookses, the DJs, the Tigers, think about when he's back in there. The Patrick well, Reed side. I mean, it's all there. When, you say when, I say if. What do you see or what do you envision from Jordan that gives you hope that he'll make it back to close to a level that he was at? For me, for him, I thought it was, I think it's all headspace. That's it. All headspace. I don't think it has anything to do with the game. I think head has distracted him a little bit. I think it's all mental. The problem with, Big, and I agree with you mostly um, with that. The problem is that is harder than fixing a swing. I agree. That's the problem. The problem. But it's is, also easier and it's easier in downtime. Remember, he's been trying to fight this during tournaments. No, it's harder. I it's disagree. harder. It's harder in downtime because the problem for them is on in down when you're in your head, downtime can be worse than grind time because downtime you can go out and play with your friends and shoot sixty two over and over and over again because that's what they do. They'll go shoot sixty two, sixty four like it's nothing, and then as soon as you start pulling up, like Sergio went through this. You can see when that dude pulled into the driveway. Every aspect of him changed. And that's when you get in your head like that and don't want to go to work. And I do the air quotes for work. But when you don't want to go to work, like no matter how great work is from home and because it's not work, you're just goofing off having a good time. When you're pulling down that driveway in a courtesy car, like, man, it you can just see a change in the demeanor. And it's sometimes for players, it's unconscious. They don't even know they're doing it. But at least with the 62 and 63 with your buddies, you're like, all right, Jordan, it's in there. It's in there. Take Bro, that You know over how many tournament. guys are not on the PGA Tour right now that can do that? You know how many PGA Tour Thousand. pros who have wins and in their career and still can go shoot 62, 63. That's part of the reason why them knuckleheads all have sports psychologists. (laughs) It's true. Like golfers are crazy like that because that's that they don't even that mental aspect. It's the reason that Bob Rotella is a millionaire. (laughs) Like, Like it's the reason that the golf psychologist guys make money is because if you can find a way to get dudes out of that, like you're going to be, you're going to do just fine. And that's, Think about that. Yeah, the Think absurdity. About the absurd, the yeah. absurdity of what we're talking about. It's a little white ball that doesn't move. And it is fielded sports psychologists all over the world because none of us can play it. And even those who, there's no such thing even as those perfection. who can play it. No, <laughs> the ball doesn't move. You're standing there with a club that's supposed to hit it. Why is this damn sport so hard? And everyone gets quiet, but then that's why all athletes from all the other sports come end up playing golf because they can't understand that. Even on that level, like you can't understand. Well, what do you mean? I can't. I'm the. What do you mean? The thing's teed up. I'm a great athlete in every other sport. You're going to tell me that like I can't do this? Get out of here. I can't do this. 
You know, this is easy. And even those who are world class players get into a funk where they can't do it. When's the last time somebody shot eighteen under? <laughs> never. Yeah. Right. Never. never. You know why? You've never perfection. You've never is beaten impossible. a course. Right. It's well. That's Im- that's Bob Rotella's book. Golf is not a game of perfect. See, that's again Bob Rotella, dude. He gets phone calls every day from tour pros. Every day. And then tour pro, this is what we're talking about with Jordan Spieth. Like I'm, I'm not concerned at the fact that like Jordan Spieth's not going to be able to play on tour and he'll be off tour in like four or five years. That's not my concern. My concern is like we now expect Jordan to be like, yo, every Masters, this dude should be in contention. Remember what he did at the Open Championship and remember what he did like at the US Open and the problem is when you have he had that much success without failure, without serious failure early, then once normal failure, normal, not a not something crazy, but nor once normal failure occurred and it hadn't happened before, mm-hmm. then it becomes extraordinary failure. And now I don't know. I don't know what the road to that comeback looks like because I, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody go through what he's gone through as far he's as got stack height. Yeah. You got stack rounds on top of each other, stack a Thursday on top of a Friday, make the cut, get to the weekend, stack a Saturday up there, throw a Sunday in there, finish in the top 25 and then go to the next week. All right. So as we begin the start of the season. Let's do this coming up next. We are going to pick. I don't want to pick the major championships they're going to win, but I do want to pick, and this is going to be on record. We're going to pick our four major championship winners this year. Plus, we'll get into the slow play discussion coming up next on Maddie and the Cat. Welcome back to Maddie and the Caddy. All right, the season, the podcast, everyone's back. We, we're, we're very excited about it. So let's let's put some, let's throw some names out there. We each get four, obviously, for the four major championships. Okay. Let's pick. Let's pick our four major champions. We don't have to say the tournaments they're going to win, but let's put our names on paper. See, I did, and we'll. The- I did the 2020 predictions. I've written the 2020 predictions, so now I'm giving away four of my predictions. I don't care. All right, <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't care. I'll tease it though. At least, I mean, I did a lot of other good predictions. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a way too early predictions thing that went out? Um, I think it was way too tiger predictions or something. No, that was uh, the, what I did last year. The way too, I, and I think this is coming out probably next week. So that's fine. All right, so I don't mind throwing it out. Hey, look, I'll say, you know, you say you want to put it on paper and put it on the record. I'll put yeah. all four major winners and what major they're winning. So, all right. I'll step it up with you. Come on. I ain't I'll, scared. I'll, like, I'll I ain't scared. I'm scared of. All right. Nothing. All, all right, right. You lead so off. You, you first T box is yours. The Masters. First major of the year. The Masters. Ready? Yeah. Winning his first yeah. major. But everyone going, wow. Cool. Yep. We kind of saw that coming. Xander Schauffele wins. Oh, the I like Xander. Xander's a good one. Mm. I do like that. I am going winning the green jacket this year. Justin Thomas. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you think he gets his putter hot enough that week that he takes right. care of and gets the green jacket? Yep. You know, the coolest thing about this year's Masters 
What? Tiger's putting the jacket on somebody. I know. Not a lot of people can say I, that. I wanted, I wanted to pick Tiger. I, I, I really wanted to pick Tiger, but Do you really he's going to be in contention. It? But I'm going JT. Okay. I'm going Zander All right, PJ. You're up. PGA PG. Championship, TPC Harding Park. Winner of the PGA Championship, TPC Harding Park, Bay Area, uh, California, will be Tiger Woods. What? Back Come on, man. Are you being serious? Oh, dude. Near, near Stanford. Oh, geez. Bay Area. Bruh. It's going to be a great coronation for my guy, Tiger. <laughs> coronation. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you can't re-put a crown on. <laughs> hey, take the crown off and then come back out again. <laughs> Let's do it. You don't watch Game of Thrones? How many times does that crown change? <laughs> yeah. And how does it end up for the person who has the, the crown most of the time? Not well. Yeah, not a good ending. Not happy. Uh, yeah, no, man. I got Tiger winning the PGA. What makes, why would you believe? This is the same thing that I told people who were like, wait till Tiger gets the pebble in the U.S. Open. Like, oh, you guys, no one. He's going to, he's going to tear up a public golf course. No, he's not. Look, this coming from the guy that didn't think Tiger's going to win another major. How'd that work out? True. And think about the extraordinary situation and, what happened on that Sunday that that Tiger didn't control for it to happen. happen? Like, right? It yes, happen? it happened. Yes. Right. And then what happened when everyone was like, he might win three more, and everything that I said came true. Hurt his knee. It wasn't even that. Like, think about when we, when we went to New York and played Beth Page Black. What did I say? Why did I say that Tiger was not going to have a good week that week? It had nothing to do with the golf course. It has to do with his back and with the temperature. Look, so now you're telling me it. we're going to San Francisco. Bay Area. To, yes. And when's the last time out there in San Fran, across the street from the Olympic Club, when is the temperature over 78 degrees? Ever. I don't know. Ever. It's been a while it's since not. I checked that's, my, my that's Doppler what, radar. But that's part of the problem. The problem is Tiger's going to have at least two mornings. Because I think he'll make the cut, but it's going to be two mornings where it's 50 degrees. Like, why do you think people are like, wait till Tiger gets to Tory? Wait for what? The temperature to warm up? Because it ain't happening. So I, I understand, like, it's a great feel-good, like, it feels good to say Tiger's going to win in San Fran, but in reality, man, it's He's going to show up. He's going to show up wearing Stanford colors. <laughs> just gonna drop trowel and just kill <laughs> Harding Park. Yeah, okay. Well, you know who's really gonna win? Rory McElroy. Who? Rory McElroy. He wins a major. Why? Unfortunately, it's not the Masters. He's gonna win at Harding Park. Why? Because he's had success there before, and that's one right. of those places where he can hit driver. I'm not gonna say wildly, but he can he can miss fairways by a little bit because he normally only misses fairways by a little bit. So he can miss fairways by a little bit and still be okay. All right. You know, and the last I, time I, we look, were there, we watched Rory Rory's dude Sean went out and bought pizza and beer for everyone because if you remember, there was a delay, and so because of the delay. Uh, this was when match play was there. Yeah. Um, Rory was supposed to fly to Vegas for the Mayweather fight. And so he couldn't make it. So ended up, we watched the Mayweather fight on a 21 inch screen that may, I remember or may that. not have been pirated. 
I re- I remember that. You you yeah. you, were, you were very open about that on social media. I like look yeah. the Roy. You're never wrong picking Roy. All right, U.S. Open. US Open. So far we so far we've got I've got JT and Tiger winning the first two majors. You've got Shoffley and McElroy. U.S. Open winged foot. Your pick, Justin Thomas. Mm. You think Justin wins the Masters, but I think Justin wins the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. So we both agree Justin's winning a major this year. Yes, that part we do agree on. Look, he's a U.S. Open type player. Very long, very good with irons, and it it, it depends on what the U.S. Open setup looks like. They, the USGA has gone back and forth with that the past couple of years, but he's certainly, if I look at skill set for player to consistently be in a U.S. Open championship contention, it's it's going to be Justin Thomas. His game he, fits. His game fits the tournament. Hold on, is he your pick too? No. Oh, I was woo scared me there for a minute. I was like, we can't agree on this. No, 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 no. I'm going Brooks right. Kepka. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Brooks, Brooks yeah. is gonna get Brooks is getting one this year, and that seems to me to be the one he's gonna get. See, While being t- in contention at every other single one, but Brooks Kepka, he's a U.S. Open guy. True that, and and had a a chance. He was trying to chase down Woodland last year. So yeah, um. New York seems like a market where he's going to revel in that opportunity. He's done it before. He did it at Shinnecock. Uh, I, I like Brooks Kepka a lot at Wings. Did you see his new golf shoes that he designed? Yeah, they're it's sick. Just, oh, they're sick. I hit him up and I said, you know where to send them. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm trying to say. I was like, come on, y'all. Come I was like, you know, you know where to go. I gave him my size. I'm like, you know where to send him. <laughs> so I like, I, yeah, I like Brooks a lot at the U.S. Open, and you, okay. and you went with with Justin Thomas. Okay, the final final major championship of the year, Open Championship at Royal St. George's Golf Club. Yep, this year, my pick. pick for the first time ever as a major champion. This is where Ricky Fowler <gasps> gets his win. Yeah, Ricky Fowler is going to win oh. the Open this year. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's going out. I like that. A I lot. love Ricky at the open. Okay. Huh? You're going to freak because of one. Of Boy, the, did I just throw, I just threw just, a pink golf ball at you. You have holy, no idea. Yeah. I just, that. I got, you might as well. I got hit in the forehead and now everyone's going, why does it say Volvic on my forehead? <laughs> that don't make no sense, bro. <laughs> what happened? I, was, I wasn't ready for that. Oh my gosh. Ricky at the open. Yeah. Oh. And I didn't even think about, I have Ricky. Going majorless again this year. I also have John Rahm going majorless this year, but okay. And I know because of what I said earlier, this is going to seem like the opposite, but there's this one is a different reason why. Okay. You ready? Yep. The winner of the final major of 2020, the open championship will be Tiger Woods. Ooh. Tiger Woods weather. This comes from a guy who just gave me weather. I know you were going there. I know. I know. And that's the thing. I believe that Tiger will get the right side of the draw because that's what it always comes down to when it comes to the Open Championship. But also, it's the course, Royal St. George, which is the worst Open Championship venue ever, ever. And people are like, oh, how can you say that about the? Okay, uh, tell me what you know about J.H. Taylor. What about Jack White? Reg Whitcomb, Bill Rogers, 
Hey, what's Ben Curtis doing nowadays? That's your list of champions. Some of the guys who have won at Royal St. George's. Like Ben and the, Curtis is amazing. See, I know. And here's the other reason karma for me says Tiger wins this one. Because this is the 149th. Right? Cause where are we going next year for 150 St. Andrews, which is where yep. everyone's going to want it so bad. But unfortunately, Tiger's going to be the defending champion golfer of the year and he won't win in St. Andrews where everyone's going to want it, including Tiger, because he's already going to be defending champ and he'll have the one from Royal St. George. So we each have Tiger winning a major. Correct. We, we each, each have, have Justin JT. Thomas winning. Yeah. Okay. That's why I like this. I like now this. here. So I've got, let's I, hold on. Let's throw a bonus one in because it's this year. Okay. What about the Olympics? Who do you got winning the Olympic gold medal? If I threw that one at you, just first thought off the head, bang. Who is it? I'm giving up all my 2020 predictions. Patrick Reed. <gasps> what? Now. I, I don't know if he's man. You know the kind of year he's going to have to have to be. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Top four. Like here's the thing. Tiger's not even qualified right now. I don't. It's Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, and Patrick Cantlay. Those would be the four American representatives right now for the Olympics. All right. So if we're going on right now, like because I I'm not in the Olympics qualifications. Okay. The end of qualifying is June. It's after the U.S. Open. It's like June 20-something. So the first guy I was going to say was Brooks because okay. I feel like he's just the kind of guy that wants to do the Olympics and just just take it to Win everybody. So he was going to be the first. Yes. But okay. but based on, like, being hated by other countries and people, that's why I went Patrick because he seemed like the guy that would relish that moment. But oh, I wasn't up imagine? on the golf qualification. Yeah. Like that, I'm not going to lie. As an American citizen, like seeing the American flag would be amazing when it comes to golf, knowing that Justin Rose was the last one. So having America win would be awesome. But do you like the the feelings that people who hate Patrick Reed of knowing that America has the gold, but it's Patrick Reed who is the one to represent the U.S. as the winner? That's why it'd be amazing. Gosh. It'd be amazing that Brandel yeah. Shambly does the on-course interview afterwards. Yeah, they should make him do it. Which Brandel uh, Shambly, ironically enough, like Brandel, you not you don't get to talk about cheating no more. You know why? Because you got DQ for cheating. All right, we're not going to go into that conversation. I know Marco your- Dawson back in the day called him out and got him DQ'd for cheating. Yeah, Brandel didn't tell nobody about that on TV. It's probably why you still got me blocked, punk. Stop being scared. <laughs> I'll shave you. Who's head. your <laughs> who's who's your Olympic winner? My Olympic winner finished second to Tiger in Japan. And this Hideki? place is going to lose their collective dookie once he wins the gold medal. Hideki, no chance. Can you imagine Hideki? No what? He could have won Zozo. He had a chance to he had a chance too much Zozo. pressure. It's too much no, pressure. No, not for that. That's the one dude uh, in every other case, I would totally agree with you. Every other case. But in this case, because they are 
as as the Olympic athletes are so shielded from the public and from the media during the Olympics, like it's he's not going to have the same amount of. Pressure yeah, they're really shielded from the from the everybody and their camera covers the Olympics. Correct, but who gets to talk to the athletes? No one. What are you talking about. Like, so do you think Hideki's not used to having cameras in his face 24 seven? Like, okay, no big deal, but it's not like Bro, he's the Olympics be hanging outside of the Olympic village, like but doing they're interviews. In Tokyo. The fact that they're, he's playing a home game in his country. There's too much pressure. No okay. way. We'll see. He, the, the very, the PGA tour event, the Zozo championship, the amount of pressure that was on the dude. That Bro, week, there's there's no way he should have been even I'm gonna, in the top I'm gonna, twenty. I'm gonna frat guy bro you here for a minute. <laughs> All right, Brad and Chad. That was the Zozo. These okay. are the Olympics, right? It, Completely so they use different. different grass. That what they playing on AstroTurf? <laughs> oh, dude, everybody like, does they, that. Yeah, they make the hole yeah, smaller. Different. Like, did what do they they do something different? Because once oh. you get on the golf course. All of that, like, oh, look around outside the ropes. Yeah. That, that all goes away at this level. There's no, I'll like. Tell you, I'll tell you what hole gets smaller when you're playing a home game at the in your Olympic backyard. <laughs> 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 that I can promise you. All right. Tommy three gloves. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you, we're going to do one more prediction. Okay. All right. Here's what, here's what I'm going to give you. And then we'll move on to slow play because I know you finally wrote something for ESPN.com, so we got to get into that. All right. <laughs> Here it is. Give me an off-the-radar player that will win a major championship. So we have our selections. But okay. if not for those selections, give me an under-the-radar player. Now, earlier in the year, we picked our uh, guy that's going to come out of nowhere, like our surprise player of the year, and I picked their boy Joaquin Neiman. Uh, who's already had a pretty nice start to the year, but give yep. me, I'm not going to, that those players don't count. Give me an under the radar player that's going to sneak up and win a major. That if they, if they come out and win a major, like don't be surprised because this dude, okay. Um, so yeah, someone that's not really in the stream of golf consciousness, not one of the big 10, you know what I mean? Yeah. I will give you Cameron champ. I like it. I, He's already won I this think, year, but I like that a lot. I think Cameron champ, does what Tony Finau did last year. Mm, and Finau would have been a good pick. Yeah. Well, see, Finau, I don't think is, he's no longer under the radar. Once you start making team golf, like President's Cup, and he's probably going to be on the Ryder Cup this coming year. And yeah, stuff. That's true. Like, that's true. Yeah. So I, I can't, I'm not going to put him in the category of under the radar. So, but I, really I like that one. Like Cameron Champ. And and it's not because of his length, even though that's great that he has it. Yeah. I think it's because of his attitude. I think he has an attitude that will translate well to major championships. Like once he's comfortable and I he like will that. be. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Abraham Answer. Nice. And nice. I wouldn't be stunned. And here's the I'll even put a tournament on him. Mm. I wouldn't be stunned if Abraham Answer won the Masters. The Masters? Yeah. Ooh, I'd be more comfortable with like a PGA or even the open. I would not be surprised if he won the Masters. Huh. I like it, man. I do. Yeah. I do right. like his golf game. I, I like tell you, he's just he's one of those guys that has that kind of game that yeah. when it's put together, he's going to be around. So oh, yeah. there are predictions there. We just wrote them in blood. <laughs> um. So 
and this time next year, we'll make fun of each other when I got three out of four right. All right. I don't know whose blood are you trusting. You're going to trust the dude who, you know, after I figured out the way that the fantasy football league works, <laughs> finished oh, I, second, I, you I, know, just saying, which I still want to pay that. I was going to say, I still ain't got I my, still ain't got my money. <laughs> I haven't paid out yet, man. I got to see. That's why you were hiding in New Orleans down there at Harris trying to make that cash back. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, actually. <laughs> All right, I gotta tell you like, know why we're doing it. Sounded this. like Ed Orgeron for <laughs> said it was Ed Orgeron <laughs> on all your shows. Go Tigers. I love that all guy, right, so, man. All right, so I'm gonna Mike Epstein here. My, I'm gonna pay him while we're doing this. Oh. Epi, because I, I, I he's I can't he, believe you know what? number one and number two ranked guys were knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, and then you know, I was lucky enough to Beat the model, the male model, to get my Max third twelve dollars. <laughs> Man, I feel you know what? I'll give it to Epi. I think it's because he knows I've been busy with college football that I haven't paid it out yet. Yeah, he hasn't All said right. one word about it. See, well, if it was you, you'd have been showing up at my door. Oh right. no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't show up at your door. It'd be a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I need. <laughs> I need. An alibi. See, if I show up, then everyone's like, well, we tracked you. We know you were there. If I got right, alibi, uh, I'd be like, man, Maddie got rolled right, so and Mike wasn't even in town. You know, so I've just paid, I've just paid Randy, I've just paid Randy Scott and Epi their fantasy football winnings. Now I can, now I can <laughs> move on. Third place right. not getting nothing. And I'll do that later. Third place can wait. <laughs> All right. You, because my rule has always been this with fantasy football payouts and trophy presentations, et cetera. As long as the game is actually still being played, then you have time. We're in championship week in AFC, NFC, so NFL is still technically in season. Uh, now you finally, you finally did your job on ESPN.com and wrote something. <laughs> slow, slow play has been in the news. Yeah. yeah, you do. Slow <laughs> play has been the news. The PGA tour announced a new pace of play policy. Uh, earlier this week and and the a players run the clock. Time. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. The, uh, the previous policy where players were on the clock and they fell out of position, they were given a lot of time between 40 and 50 seconds. And then the first player to play a stroke, you know, they, they were given to hit the shot 40 to 50 seconds. And then the first bad time, it resulted in a warning. Second bad time in the same round would result in a one stroke penalty. That was the old way of doing it, but there's going to be pace of play changes. I think, believe in in late April, mid April. Yes, the well, when the when it's supposed to start being put in as policy will be at the RBC Heritage, which and that's in April. Yeah, the week after the Masters. So let me get right. this straight. You're going to do a slow play. Wait, we got this new initiative for slow play. Or when are you putting it in for the players out of the PGA Tour's biggest event? Oh, no, no, we're not doing it that week. No, we don't want to have people getting one-stroke penalties at the Players' Championship. That's our. Well, what about the Masters? No, 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 no. no we don't want to do that at the Masters. Now, the good thing is there is a tour out there that was like, uh, Practice time. No, we're putting this in right now. Kudos to the European tour and the RNA. Cause guess what? Their slow play stuff is in play right now, this week. Yeah. Abu Dhabi. If you're watching that tournament and the way that this is going to work is 
get a, a bad time on Thursday, you get a warning and you know about it. You get another bad time, even on Friday, Saturday or Sunday, one stroke. Two bad times in a week. So if you get two bad times in the same tournament week, one stroke. I don't care what it is. Now, I will say this. I expect the European tour to be much more in not friendly. Well, I'll say it enforcement friendly. Lenient? No, the opposite. Like, I think that the European tour is going to throw that penalty out. They'll be very judicious, and they will not care about the name on the golf bag. The PGA Tour is going to do it just like they did with steroid suspensions. You're going to be like, yeah, we're enforcing this, Doug Barron. Who? Doug Barron? Who the hell is that? Like, it's going to be the same. Like, they're not. Tiger's slow. Sorry, he is. Jack Nicholas was slow. You think for one second the PGA Tour is going to give them a stroke? Like, you think Tiger's getting a one-stroke penalty if he's at Memorial and has, like, I don't know, hole and a half open in front of him. Now, I don't think for a second they won't nick Bryson DeChambeau. Like they're, he's kind they're of looking to get him. Yeah, they're yeah. looking to get him. And it, we got what a I list. Love, we, are you making the list I, public? Nope, not making no. the list public. Which That's what I love about it. What kind of yeah, super called, secret double probation animal house bull crap is that? It's called the observation list, and it's going to be created. <laughs> it'll be kept private. From the public and PGA Tour membership. Right. Now, the only person who's going to know they're on it is the slow person who's on it. Like, you can, did you know, like, you could get that right now from Shotlink? Like, every player on the PGA Tour. Well, that's Tour, how they enforced it because they did a study of it on Shotlink. Yeah. So what, what do you mean you're having an observation list? Who is observing this list? All right. So here's how it goes down. Each stroke, if you make the list, if each stroke throughout the round, it needs to be played at 60 seconds in less than 60 seconds in the absence of a valid reason. Right. Each shot. And in that case, the clock stops. You know, if you have to go get a rule ruling or while you're searching three minutes, not five minutes, three minutes for your golf ball, like all of that kind of stop. Like, you know, in, in those circumstances, the clock stops until you're now, Hey, Everything's good. Ready? We're going to hit a shot. All right. Boom. Start the clock again. If any player is observed to take more than 120 seconds on a shot in the absence of a valid reason, he's going to be given an excessive shot time. That's two minutes. 120 seconds is that's two minutes to hit one golf shot. Any player with an overall average of 45 seconds or more per stroke based on a 10 tournament ruling period will be on the list along with anyone who receives two excessive shot times. I'm on a secret. This is amazing. Oh my gosh. And there's going to be fines. What does that mean? Excessive shot. I don't know. Excessive, excessive shot times $10,000 and $20,000 for a second additional offense. Right. This is going to, this is going to be a, just like Jason Day said, that's what I mean. Just like Jason Day said, like I'm playing for $6 million. I'm going to take as long as I want. And, and uh, I will not name the player, but. A, ca- a guy who I, let's just say one tour wife told another tour wife, my husband, if he's going to make $4 million next year and they want to fine us $50,000, it's worth That's it. a good return on investment. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. Like, okay, 
Like, so what? I'm gonna, the fines mean nothing. And I'm giving my boy Pat Perez, again, major credit on this one, cause he's been screaming this forever. <laughs> like, so the PAC meeting is next week on Tuesday night. He goes, I've been to 19 of those and all everybody wants to talk about is slow play. 19 years. You know what's happened? Nothing. You know why? Here's why. Because when is the last time that a tournament that didn't have a playoff did not finish on Sunday because of slow play? Just name one because it's never happened. So if there's been no weather delays and there isn't a playoff, a tournament has never finished, has never not finished on Sunday in the TV window. Yeah. People and can I think bitch it, about slow play all you want to, but guess what? Sunday, seven o'clock, if there ain't a playoff and there hasn't been weather, they finish. How's that possible? It'll roll over a few minutes, but not, you're right. Nothing egregious. Right. You're not going to Monday. And until that happens, until slow play makes the tournament have to roll into a Monday, what's the motivation to change? Why? Other than let's be honest. And here's the, the straight up honest truth. That's the only thing in golf we got to be about. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, golf is in a pretty damn good place. And because it's it in such a good place, then people are always now, especially on social media, looking for a reason to complain. And that's the only lightning rod third rail thing that's still out there. Like, no one's really going to be – no one keeps complaining about the ball going yeah. too far. Like, but be, that's, you know just, what? that's society right now. It's yeah. right here, right now. Instant gratification. That's all it is. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, pace of playing baseball has been a thing now for three, four, five years. People complained about that. Right. And that Dude, all... look, I'll tell you what's got a pace of play problem is college football. Huge pace of play. I had a national championship game was close to f- five hours. Mm. So it was a like, everybody off. pace <laughs> of play. Everybody's talking about pace of play now. So here's I'm going to as we wrap up on this, because we got to get out of here. I'll give you this one from this moment, January 16th. Until the end of the FedEx Cup, I'm going to task you with one job. One job. You at some point are to get your hands on that list. Oh, that's it. I got that. But see, you I, were some. Yeah, get I, get your hands on the observation list. What we have to here's what I want to do. I want to get my hands on the observation list, pre masters, and then post. Open championship. And Love let's, it. let's see if the names have remained the same. And then let's see what's happened to those names. If any of those guys have gotten strokes put on. This will be a terrific exercise. Yeah. It's going to be, it'll be a really, really fun exercise to do. All right. So we are, we are back. We are happy. We are back to weekly podcast. The golf season is here. And it's going to be fun, and we'll have some guests. we got some good stuff coming up, and we can't yep. wait to get it going. We appreciate your patience during the hiatus. We College missed football y'all. season is over. Holiday's over. Let's tee this thing up and go low. For the caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This has been Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.